0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is for uh, so you guys. Welcome back to the Bridgewater State University College uh, It's Podcast for episode 48 on in, uh, on this lovely uh, Friday, two days before uh, Halloween. I am <laughs> Rossland and Framing alongside
1: him Jesse Fraser, and Zach Mahone, who is McMahon, like who's doing something.
0: He, yeah, we've uh, yeah. he's seemingly gone AWOL in this uh, in this Zoom call. Oh but let's start off. How how are you guys doing? And uh, today, we're all good. We're good. Got my voice
2: back after homecoming game last week.
0: <laughs> we'll uh, we'll definitely talk about uh, talk about that uh, later on. And but first, let's uh let's get into. Um, let's
2: go to first. Let's go to week eight review, seven, and we seven, got well, for some reason we got week eight on there.
0: We're starting we're starting week eight with uh, week eight this week with the uh with uh, the Packers and in, in Cards game. In last yeah, week. And,
2: yeah, that yeah no, it's a week seven actually. Without and further ado, got,
0: this is the NFL week seven interview mm-hmm. is starting off with a pretty
2: the bench warmer game.
0: Yes, a pretty original uh, game um, on the fir- uh, uh, on Thursday night, as usual. Uh, Cleveland Cleveland beats Denver 17-14, and Denver's a fucking joke at this point. Are you really surprised? Uh, I mean, kind of because uh, because their defense uh, they seemed decent at the at the start. Like it started
1: off really well. That's for sure.
0: Right, and then, and then they ran to I think the Ravens, and then they just fell off. Yeah, they they collapsed. Ke- uh, Keenan was decent. Dearness Johnson and completely went off. Uh, this this dude went from um, sending Instagram DM requests to uh, to teams in the AAF to uh, if, uh, if like uh, as like hey
2: in a starter, please when. When the other guys were not, you know, were not in because, you know, injuries.
0: Yep. But, uh... uh but... Yeah.
2: They got it done.
0: They got it done. And, I mean... Yeah, and next next game, the, uh, the Browns have Baker back, if I'm not mistaken. And they also have... Um,
2: yeah, they will this week, yeah.
0: They do also have uh, Jarvis Landry and OBJ back, so... Uh, so... Let let's go, Brown. uh I, I want... have uh yeah, well I
2: mean Dirtis Johnson's probably gonna be starting again.
0: Yep, who knows? But
2: and also wait, don't do they have fucking uh Dennis Bryant on their team? Uh I don't know. Because like I saw a player for the Browns that wore number eighty eight with the last name Bryant on the back that of the is shirt. Harrison Bryant. Harrison Bryant.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I was uh, I noticed that like like, is that Des? But then I realized, no, he is way too white to be a Des Bryant.
1: <laughs> that dude is. What did you guys? Um, I'm big on Case Keenum. I think he's a good backup. I think he's one of the better backups in football.
0: I mean, the yeah. dude has the has the record for Division One in pass career passing yards. He's
1: he's yeah, at least he's good. What school. Did he? Uh, what school did he go to? Houston. That's right. Okay.
2: But uh, never really, never really hear QB come out of there, but that's okay. I
0: mean, uh, I mean, back in like the early 2000s, you had uh, and like Andre Warren uh, and uh, David Klingler going really early in the draft out of Houston, <laughs> and then and they realized, ah. oh, crap, the run and shoot doesn't translate well to the NFL. Right. But
2: what also doesn't rhyme well is the Kansas City defense in their game against the Titans.
0: Yes, what goes there. Are the Chiefs broken?
1: Are the Chiefs broken? Uh the Chiefs dynasty the Chiefs over. Suck. You can't tell me the Chiefs are a good team right now. That's just no, they not. suck. What the hell
2: happened between also, the end of uh, last season and the and the start of this Zach, season? We, uh, something happened.
0: Yeah, hello, Zach. We uh we kind of started with that. Uh, we kind of started. It just started
1: though. You're good.
0: It's fine. But uh, yeah, uh, it's it's amazing how uh, how a uh, uh, a Chiefs team with, with an offense that's supposed to, to be really good, it it goes completely flat against a Tennessee uh, defense that's supposed to be uh, pretty bad, and and then and uh, just boom, um they get they get their mouth eh, they get their, their faces punched in and by eh, although they really it wasn't derrick henry doing much except Derek
1: Henry had more touchdowns touch, yeah he uh, had passes, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. He had more touchdown passes this week than mahomes did
0: that, that touchdown pass was fun it's
1: always yeah fun. It's the little, thing is though, like Derek Henry
2: Derek Henry had more touchdown passes this week than mahomes
1: did that's good speaking. old uh, jump throw that Urban yeah. Meyer used to do in Florida.
0: We lo- we love running the Wildcat.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, we're, we're pro Wildcat. It's all it, trick plays are always fun. We we we'll, we'll get into more trick plays is later. But uh, later on. uh we also had the uh the Washington football team in fall to two and five, losing twenty four to ten to the and to the packers i don't think Heineke's getting it done i re- i really think no he is eh, we're really seeing now that heineke is eh, is nothing more than just a uh, just a good backup uh, like he can eh, he was good for eh, for a few games and now he's is just like he's eh, this offense is not as is good as hyped up.
2: No, absolutely freaking not. But Adams did well in this game. 76 yards to the touchdown. Rodgers so I think, kind of in pissed off mode. Two, 274 passing yards and three TDs. Pretty good game for the Packers all around.
0: What but. a bad week for them as uh, as uh, as they had to go into what la- uh, last night's game against Arizona, without Devonte Adams, without Alan Lazard, and Marquez Valdez Scantling is still on IAR, and then Robert Tanyan uh, uh, tore his ACL uh, late in the game. So, uh, but I mean, hey, they, they still got it done, and uh, and now we can uh, we can we can recognize the relevance of uh, the 72 Dolphins for one more uh, year because uh, Arizona is now uh, no longer
1: undefeated.
3: Yeah. And then let's
2: go to possibly what in the fuck is this game? The Bengals taking on the Ravens. The
1: Cincinnati Bengals are good. I. Okay.
2: All right. Did anybody have Bengals first in the AFC on their NFL bingo card this year?
0: No, but I did have Lamar Chase in like the 10th round in my fantasy, in my paid fantasy league after completely crapping on him being fifth overall. The fifth overall pick.
2: I look like how you guys shit on me for doing that draft in the draft, no, like, and the
0: draft no, prediction. Pretty, no, like half. Uh, I'm pretty sure all of you guys had uh, had Jamar Chase going fifth overall. I, uh, I no, was, it was no, no, it was only me.
1: Who did Zach? It was only me. I, I had them it. taking. I had them taking the guy. The Lions so took the lineman out of Oregon Swensel or whatever. Well,
0: yeah, I had them taking Sue as well. And Zach, who yeah. Did, what do you have the I, uh, fifth overall again? I forget. Probably Sewell. That's fair, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so
2: I y'all was the only one. Y'all shit on me. Look how he did. Two hundred.
1: Oh yeah, Tanner. You so guys. knew the fucking Bengals would be so good.
2: I kind of predicted it,
1: but oh, <laughs> shut up.
0: You- <laughs> you just said- you just said who could have expected the Bengals to be this? No, big? no, no, no. I wasn't. No, I was like Jamar Chase. Jamar oh Chase. This fucking guy. This this. <laughs> Drink some more of your bench woman, bro. I'm not. I'm not gonna make another cup mid uh, mid episode. Yes, you are. <laughs> you can't tell me what to uh, what to do. But in any case. We'll give you the bag. You can't tell me what to do, but in <laughs> any case, it's, let's go to the Giants beating the the Panthers, twenty five to three. And can I just can I just say, okay, I was at the I was at the Patriots game um, this week uh, this weekend, and I'll uh, I'll talk about my time in there er, later on. But uh, but uh, they usually have like the uh, the scoreboard at some point saying like what are the uh up uh, throughout the game saying like what what are the other uh, game games going on and 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 for, and like deep into the third quarter it was just five to three and i'm like what what kind, is this is this the is this baseball like come on'll i'll tell you what the, i'll tell you what that was hold on it was a safety and a uh, and a field goal that's the only way you can that's the only way you can get five points.
2: That's what that game was, just one massive derp. How was it a derp though? The uh, the Giants won because the Giants always find a way to derp in a football game, and this was a game where they derp, even though they won. How this did they, the Giants?
0: You were the ones that
2: scored the safety, you dumbass. The no, there was no competent receivers for the Giants this week other than Daniel Jones.
0: The. <laughs> The Panthers were the the Panthers were the ones that uh, dirt er, like what the uh, like come on Sam Darnold ended
1: up getting pulled for P J Walker. I think this week is um, kind of decides if they go after Deshaun Watson or not. Yeah, yeah. I, th- not I think if Sam week. Darnold has one more shitty week, there's really they have no option. Yeah, plus the,
2: the fact game. that like trade is coming this Tuesday
0: as well. So. And speaking of uh, of teams that are interested in in Deshaun Watson, uh, Miami. Yeah, the
2: Panthers are pulling out of that case.
0: Miami, how did you out oh. Falcons? <laughs> yeah, had you had them beat? They they blew a ninety five percent chance of winning the game, and then you- we called it as a tank pool. Uh, uh, not really, but, uh, but oh in uh, this, uh, I think we can call Kyle Pitts the, uh, the winner of, uh, of national tight end day because is, oh yeah, it was also national tight end day, but, uh, but yeah, even yeah, though he was, but- the only, even though he was, was like one of the only big name, name tight ends to not score a, a touchdown, not named Kittle or Kelsey. Uh, not named Kittle or Kelsey uh, or Waller, but but Waller was on a bye. But uh, but uh, uh, but actually, no, they're they're on a bye this week. Waller,
2: okay, make up your mind. Were they on a bye? Were they not on a bye?
0: No, the Raiders are on a bye this uh, in week eight, week seven. My bad. Kyle Pitts, seven seven catches for 150 uh, 63 yards. This team didn't even know how to use this dude. Oh, three weeks ago, and he's already... And now he's already on pace for over 1,200 yards.
2: That's what happens when they finally knock some sense into themselves. Then you realize, oh, shit, we got this young tight end. Uh, uh, to, fuck, okay, start utilizing him. I
0: want Atlanta to be good again. do will never be good. They'll never be good. They they will be. They eh, Every team... Every team has their... Eh, has... Is periods of being good and then being bad and then being being good. Everybody's roster is constantly fluid, and so, uh, yeah. so it would not surprise me if the uh, Falcons end up uh, being good sometime in the near future. They gotta they gotta find the heir apparent to uh, to Matt Ryan though, and I, I feel like yeah. if they want to if they want someone to uh, to like groom into the next Matt Ryan and pop. Possibly like Spencer Rattler, but uh, but I mean Rattler was uh, just got benched and and booed uh, relentlessly.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah
0: I think uh, I think they gotta uh, they gotta find it in the draft. They they. But uh, but into into the game that I went to the uh, Passing passing gents, and what is
2: the biannual? And it was a biannual uh, event of the Patriots making the Jets their personal bitch. The Patriots made, made the Jets their that. personal bitch.
0: Yep. Uh, first of all, pray for Zach Wilson. Uh, uh, yeah, he didn't deserve um, to be injured. I feel like Matt Judon probably could have gotten in called for roughing the passer without uh, without he – Yeah, uh, had- that's a football play, man. There's, you can't <laughs> do anything there. It came after the pass, and uh, and he landed on him with.
1: Uh, What's he supposed to do? Just stop. <laughs>
0: and walk, like, he like punched like, like, to the head. That's a uh, look. I'm. I want uh, I want have been. In, uh, I. I probably would have been in Boeing if they called roughing the passer. But uh, looking at at it back. Then, uh, but looking at it again, I'm just surprised that the refs didn't call roughing the passer. That's that's all I'm saying. But. Uh, on that hit, uh, we should have been saying that last week. Uh, on that hit, the uh, uh Wilson ended up uh, um, sustaining some PCL all damage, and uh, and We're not gonna hit, call it, the legs. Uh, and the Jets had to endure the uh, terror that is Mike White. But, but
2: recently, the Jets acquired another QB.
1: And, An he, elite and he
2: goes by the name of the elite Joe Flacco. Uh, they acquired him by the Eagles for a six-round pick.
0: That could be a fit, depending on playing time. Yeah. But and I, Mike White, I believe, is starting week eight,
2: is the one I heard.
0: But, I mean, both, uh, both running backs for the Pats ended up uh, doing really well. Uh, today, the uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Damian Harris and Brandon Bolden, both, uh, both like by half. Uh, both of them were like uh, in like top two or three, uh, both of them were like top five or ten of uh, of fantasy running backs this uh, this week. Both of them did in fantastic. Yeah, and but we also had
2: another another trick play this week, and by the name of Kendrick Bourne throwing a 25 yard touchdown pass.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw this live. I I thought that it was gonna be I thought that it was is gonna be a uh, a freaking I thought that it was is just gonna be a screen pass to Bourne and and but uh, you would not believe how uh, how much uh, Gillette Stadium just erupted with uh, with cheers when he uh, threw it to Aguilar. Yeah, for
1: once
2: Aguilar didn't drop the football. For once, he actually had hands.
1: Also, hands not made why, out of stone. I feel yeah. like the trick plays at least once a game with the pads. Also, also they are uh,
0: they uh, like five times throughout the uh, the game. And um, what is it? Number seventy five uh, for the Patriots just kept uh, it. just kept reporting as an as eligible. Oh, uh, it was like okay. So what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with him? And it was just like, Nothing. okay, we're okay. He's, he's just he's just gonna be a decoy the entire time, and yeah. And it's like, great McDaniel's, you're showing, you're just giving everybody away our plays. Come on, but I think that uh, I think that really just about covers it for the uh, for the Pats Jets game. I mean, and yeah. what else can you really say about a fifty four to thirteen mean shit stomping, so let's go over to. It was the same that we could before. say
2: about the the Bears game on Saturday when they shit stomped Washington State.
0: We'll we'll talk about it later, but uh, uh let's go over to uh, let's go over to the Death Star uh, out in uh, out in the <laughs> desert where uh, uh, where honestly I think uh, this was sort of just a uh, another case of. Uh, the better team won. I think Vegas is uh, Vegas is doing really good this uh, this year, and I don't know how to feel about it.
2: Yeah, five and two. I mean, ten, like, do we say they're tied with the Chargers because the Chargers had a bye week this week?
0: uh yeah, the Chargers had a bye week this past week.
2: So do we say like, what do we say is well, I mean, always consider the Raiders have more wins, but th- again, that's because the Chargers had a bye week. The Raiders have to buy week this week in week eight, and
0: the Chargers play against the Patriots. That'll be uh, that'll be that'll be fun, but uh, uh but yeah, I think uh, as good as Jalen Hurts was, and and as much as I'm happy that Dallas Goddard is uh, is back, uh, they just they couldn't uh, they couldn't get much going. But
2: no, it wasn't a bad game, and all things
0: considered, it was but a good no- game, but like. It wasn't a bad game, but what was? is funny was. Oh. Oh oh, Detroit, Detroit versus. rock row raggy, rock row
2: raggy. <laughs> Ruh, roh,
0: roh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tanner Tanner wins the uh Tanner wins the uh the Scooby Doo oh. Uh, thing, but uh, uh oh yes, Detroit loses 19 to 28 against the, against the LA Rams. Obviously, the uh, and funnily
2: enough, the game between the two quarterbacks played against their old teams.
0: Yep, that's yep, that was definitely that was the uh, that was the headline. So, do we call this a double homecoming? Uh, Is- it will
2: count as a double. I mean, like, uh, you could, you, I mean, you could consider it. But it was a homecoming.
0: uh, Stafford, when uh, when golf has to play in SoFi Stadium, um, then it'll be a homecoming.
2: So for golf, you mean yeah, golf was a homecoming for sure. But I don't know, I don't know. But golf, they need to get fucking golf out of there.
0: I uh, I don't know. I Mm. I think Dan Campbell is one of the. Dan Campbell is definitely eh, like one of the most entertaining and eh, and like passionate head coaches in the eh, in the league. Like how how can you oh, listen to this man and not immediately feel eh, feel motivated to eh, to just run through a fucking mountain? Yeah. Oh my god. But
3: uh,
2: I don't. I know. Don't, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't even know. But, but yeah, Stafford, Make me look at <clears throat> Stafford did amazing this week. Offense considered 334 passing yards, three TDs. Cooper Cup went the fuck off.
0: Yeah, what is it? He said that he was gonna. Sorry, he said that he he said before the game that he was gonna torch the uh, Detroit's defense for 400 yards and four uh, touchdowns. I mean, 300 300. And thirty-four yards and three touchdowns is close enough, right? Right. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that uh, I mean this was sort of just a uh, a feel-good game for um, for both teams. And yeah. But was that de- but what was definitely not a feel-good game was uh, uh was Bears fans now don't have any. Re- Bears fans now have absolutely no leverage in in shitting on Tom Brady because uh yeah uh,
2: they did talk shit every
0: everybody everybody loves to bring up the fact that uh, Brady forgot what down it was and then he and then he remembered what down it was it was uh it was is a hmm. pretty down uh, down game for someone in the stands.
2: Hey, hey, real quick. I don't know if this is true or not. But I, I, I've seen this now. This is for the New York Post. So just um, to give a, a little a pinch of salt. Apparently, a deal is in place between Miami and Houston for Deshaun Watson, but they're still figuring out the legal conditions for Watson first before it goes through.
0: so ascent, so they got to figure so watson needs to settle shit in a week to uh, yeah if watson had any uh, had any brain cells uh, left that uh, that uh, opposing d-lines didn't, uh, didn't scramble out of him because uh, because i mean he's in Houston he was in Houston he was is doing everything without a freaking o-line in mean, – Right. If he had any brain cells left? But he would kill every single but again, like,
2: we don't know. It may not be done before November second. It may be, he but we don't know.
0: Every case and he would, uh, and he would try, uh, and he would try like hell to, uh, and he would uh, just take a suspension. Like I thought he hasn't been suspended yet. Me, me too. Like Goodell, what the hell are you doing?
2: But yeah, that is a preliminary report from the New York Post.
0: But but. But speaking of trades, uh, uh a person. Yeah, Tom
2: Brady. So here's the situation. So I'll give a little back for It is. So during the Bears game, uh, a fan have I guess gotten the ball from Tom Brady. Uh, which, what was it? the, which what the ball was, you, was used?
0: I can, I can to explain the 600th touchdown pass. I can explain it. uh, uh Tom Brady throws the uh, throws uh, football to Mike Evans, and Evans uh, takes it in. This. This ends up being Brady's 600th touchdown pass, but Evans doesn't know, so he just does what he usually does and tosses the ball back to into the stands. And then yeah, on the sideline, and, he's like, oh, my God, that was that was Brady's 600th touchdown pass? God damn it! Now I got to go and get yeah. it back. Goes, and then the trade was worked out, and here
2: are the yes. details. Tom Brady gets the football, and in return, this young Buccaneers fan which, by the way, he held up a sign saying "Brady, help me beat my brain cancer."
0: Uh, I think eh, I think it was someone. Different, I think. Actually. Uh,
2: no, I know. I don't know. I think it was the same fan. I'm not it sure. you will have, have to look it
0: up while reading. Someone different than had the. So, uh...
2: In return, the fan got this one Bitcoin, which, after researching, is valued at sixty-one thousand three hundred eighty-four dollars and fifty cents.
0: Good luck cashing that out. Two Fuck signed crypto. Tom Brady jerseys. You heard it right. Fuck cryptocurrency.
2: So, yeah, so two signed Tom Brady jerseys, a signed Tom Brady helmet, a signed Mike Evans jersey, Mike Evans game-worn cleats, which are also signed, a $1,000 credit for the Tampa Bay team store, season tickets for the remainder of the 2021 season, and season tickets for the entire 2022 season.
0: Okay, but I don't know why uh, why so many publications were like talking, uh, were like uh, complaining about uh, this. Like, uh, like what the hell? Ha- it was just uh, this, because and- the kid
2: fleeced the Buccaneers. So that's what he did. He fleeced them. How? Look at all the shit he got. That's easily worth hundreds of thousands at that point.
0: But, uh, but like. Eh, but like people are saying, eh, like eh, after you put it into the eh, stands, you have no right to go eh, to go back and and get it eh, and show like that and like.
2: But it's historical for a reason. But right.
0: it's like calm down, eh, calm down, freaking Felger, calm down, Nas, calm down, everybody. Just it's the. There was a trade exchange. Uh, you, uh, you guys want to freaking talk about how? Uh, uh, you guys want to talk about like trades and freaking capitals and shit like that? Uh, there we go. A freaking barter was made, uh, and the terms were agreed on by both uh, sides. Congratulations, you just uh, congratulations, you freaking played yourself. But
2: who also played themselves were the Houston Texans when they played the Arizona Cardinals.
0: Okay, but this, okay, but uh, I I still got to say, it's funny to see five in the in a box score. Five. Just five. Five. Oh, and Jesse's back. Hello, Jesse. You uh, you missed the, uh, you missed us complaining about the, uh, uh, people complaining about uh, the 600th touchdown pass ball thing.
1: I mean, okay, that guy. A lot of options that guy had, right? He could have walked out and sold it, but he got a share of Bitcoin. He got two years of season tickets, and then like what? Jirt signed two stuff of league. three jerseys, two of them from Brady. A signed helmet. One was Mike Evans. Cle- yeah, one was Mike
2: Evans. Uh, Mike Evans cleats and Brady's helmet.
1: He also said, said he wanted $1, to golf. For the he wanted to golf. the golf uh, with. Wanted to golf with him too, which I'm sure Brady will do and stuff. But I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, he shouldn't. Have, he shouldn't have handed it off to the guy. That's all I'm gonna say. Like he should have just no, should waited have to hand it. You should have waited to hand it to Tom personally and then like be able to meet him. You know. but I mean, I wouldn't mind to share a Bitcoin. That's only gonna <laughs> that or
2: him. what's it called? That or just try to sell it off for more.
1: Apparently, it's like it's like it's like I want more than what you're giving me. Well, like a real more. fan understands how much it means to the player, though you know. Yeah.
0: Apparently, Tony Romo came under fire for uh, uh, for talking about uh, like what uh, what they had to offer to uh, to give it uh, to give it back to them, and uh, suggesting like a day with Giselle would be uh, good enough. Uh,
2: oh, baby, baby. <laughs> uh, I, I I I
0: don't know how uh, I don't know how to. F- I don't know how to feel about it. It's just like...
2: I didn't speak Portuguese,
0: so it, it would work. <laughs> I mean, again, my mom is from Brazil, hey, so it man, works. a podcast, Tanner. <laughs> but yeah, but Houston... But, no,
2: but the Texans suck. There, there's no denying that. They suck. They, and the Cardinals made them look like absolute dog shit. Uncircumcised dick neck, man. Still couldn't get anything going for him. That was the only fruit for 135 yards. He's lucky he didn't throw any picks. And then there's Collins who so got 28 receiving yards total. And surprisingly <laughs> enough, that is the most that's the most yardage a player has gotten for the Texans that day.
3: And yeah, uh, um, so is Tom or Taylor gonna come back anytime soon? We can only
0: hope. We can yeah. only hope for that man.
2: We can only hope. But Kyle Murray, on the other hand, three TDs in an interception. All All things considered, Edmonds had a nice day of 81 yards on 15 touches.
0: I will continue okay. to say it. I will continue to say it. Chase Edmonds and James Connor are combining for for one of the best backfields in in football right now. I would I would easily put them top uh, top three alongside uh, alongside. Vegas with uh, with Kenyon Drake and, J- and Josh Jacobs and uh, and the Browns with with uh, Kareem Hunt and and uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah, but
2: Sunday uh, night football we go in and a, it is in the a, Colts taking on the
0: 49ers. in a freaking horrible horrible rainstorm and uh, like uh, we 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 know how. Uh, you guys, you guys remember Wednesday, how we uh we got that insane rainstorm? Uh yeah. Or, how, by the way, how did you guys fare down there? Uh, uh, pretty much everywhere on campus lost power for like fifteen minutes, and then and came back on, and then came back on. But uh, yeah, and I think Zach said he didn't get power back until last night. Was, no, no, not
2: power. No, back. I just
3: I just didn't get internet until last internet,
2: night. Right, sorry. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that that was I'm uh, sure that I sucked. mean we did lose power while I was sleeping, but
2: I, I didn't lose power up here at all. And we got we, we had gusts of like uh of like fifty, fifty five miles an hour. Oh
3: mm-hmm. yeah, also
0: two also two trees in University Park are just completely toppled over. One of them got yeah. One of them ended yeah. up getting being removed and the other one is being, being held up with a bunch of string. But uh yeah, take yeah. that storm. And put it in San Francisco where they have no idea what the hell a rain is. (laughs) And, uh... And, yeah, that's... Yeah, because God knows
2: the Giants are gonna rain down any fucking home runs.
0: That was basically the, uh... That was basically the conditions for... uh, For... uh, Colts and Niners that night. And,
2: uh... Yeah, Jimmy G is back. But he looked like shit. uh,
0: Yep. And, uh... And somehow... Jonathan Taylor and Elijah Mitchell... Well, it had the exact same stat line. Both of them had 18 touches for 107 yards and in one touchdown. And
3: yeah, I,
2: I literally was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "Wait a minute, what the fuck?" I was like, "Did I copy something?" Then I looked and I checked both of them again. I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah, it did."
0: I mean, it's not too out of the ordinary. Eh, it's not too out of the ordinary. Something I, I
2: never seen before.
0: I had a uh, what is it? I had I gave an example like I think in like 2018 or 2019. And Stephon Diggs put up the same stat line two uh, two games in a row of seven in catches, 143 yards, and, and no touchdowns in both ga- <laughs> in back to back games. But uh, but yeah, uh,
2: um, that? but Monday Night Football, Saints, e- Saints, Game sucks. Eagles, Saints, Seahawks.
0: I want to talk about it. I mean. I mean, DK Metcalf at <laughs> least no. had it uh, himself. That uh, was a
2: beautiful catch up by Metcalf, 84 yards and the touchdown.
0: Jesus Christ! Tower to Lockett. The dude, I don't know. the dude, the dude put up like, like over 275 yards in, in in two in just the first two games of the season, and and the dude has yet to crack like, 60 yards. In a single game since, and he's also yet to have a touchdown in any game since uh, since week week two.
2: I now. And then there's Jano Smith for 167 passing yards. My cap two type, two receptions whole game 96 yards, which is still a fair amount of work. I mean, yeah, two receptions, but you still got a good amount of yards in that game.
0: But I mean, but I mean, let's also not forget that uh, the Saints team. And just whooped the asses of, of Tampa Bay in the first week, and then and were in the fight of their lives against Geno Smith. Yep. But on the, the, on the bye this week, uh, there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of play, uh, teams that were kind of bone. Uh, there were a lot of fancy teams that were kind of uh, that were kind of uh, disrupted because Buffalo, Jacksonville, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Chargers. And the Cowboys all were uh all were on buys this, uh, this well, no wonder why we
2: couldn't get football this good no wonder why we couldn't get good football this week. Because all the good teams were pretty much just sitting. And while
0: uh, and while Dallas was on their bye, C D Lamb was definitely he was definitely still having a week of himself of his own. Uh, after getting fined and over ten just over ten thousand dollars simply for waving at Jalen Mills was on that, uh, that game-winning touchdown against uh, against the Pats in week week six.
2: Yep. Yeah. And the anti-coolest football pussy, Goodell. Oh, no. I'm going to get canceled because he called Goodell an anti-coolest football pussy. He decided to not release the reports from, from the Washington football team investigation.
0: Release the reports if you're gonna if you're gonna release how much this dude makes in two years, release the goddamn reports.
3: Yeah, release yeah. the report. Release the report, you stupid fuck.
0: But uh, I mean the in the the Saints and followed up the Saints in just recently got got an old face back and uh big trust whoop whoop. Mark Ingram yeah. um, getting traded back to New Orleans from Houston for for a 2024
2: seventh round pick. To which uh earlier this morning it was revealed that Ingram signed a one year extension worth 2.8 million dollars with the
0: Saints. That is a freaking steal! Like, eh, like everyone, everyone forgets it's how good Mark Ingram was is in 2019. The dude had uh, the dude had uh, was like the best run. The dude was the best running back for uh, for Baltimore that wasn't named Lamar Jackson. Mm. Mm. But uh, uh, but like sounds like it
2: makes sense, but it doesn't. uh,
0: But I mean, that wasn't the only eventful thing from uh, Monday night. We also had a uh, okay. We okay. Oh, your demanding
2: brothers are back. uh,
0: Okay, uh, I don't care. Who the hell calls? Uh, who the hell calls uh, Monday Night Football anymore? I need to. Uh, we need to keep watching the the Manning brothers uh, do the do Monday Night Football because is uh, we had a uh, we had some. I'm if you think I
2: bring Archie in into this uh,
0: at some
2: point, uh,
0: like Peyton Manning revealing that uh, that under center he would uh, he would. Uh, spanked Jeff Saturday twice for him to snap the ball, uh, the ball, and and him saying that uh, Jeff really, uh, really liked it, uh, and like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then and then of course we have the uh we have the big story of uh, Marshawn Lynch, Beast Mr. Beast mode, uh, admitting to taking three shots of Hennessy before uh, coming on the and the cast. And then immediately dropping the F bomb on live television. I I I love I love I love Beast Mode. I love Beast Mode. And not yeah. and not just because I part-time as a Seahawks fan. Right?
2: To watch Jesse cringes in hearing that.
0: But uh but I guess for now we have to uh we have Go to, to this. Puck. over to Huck and puck. Oh God, the Sabres are what? They're five and one now.
1: Yeah, man,
2: it's all—it's only in October. Give it to the end of the month.
0: That's true. They they always have a good October and uh, and then crash and burn afterwards. But it, like, yeah,
2: well, I'm not surprised. Like, this is just a typical thing. Sabres do their typical cocaine rush in in October. And it all comes crashing down in November.
0: Yep they uh they always they always get out their crack pipes and, and in October and then and have to deal with the shakes and uh, with the shakes for the rest of the season. And yeah, but as well, as Morgan you know, Riley, at least Morgan Riley. Riley looks uh, looks pretty promising for for them. Like yeah, Olson's
2: all, right. all right. But, but wait, here's the thing, wait, Morgan Riley. Guy gets his contract extension after many people feared of him leaving. When, what are the terms? Eight years, $60 million at 7.5 per. You should have tried to trade him. Look at here's the thing, though. I get it. The fans love him, the team loves him, and he doesn't want to leave the team. But, look, at the, the term is fine. You can have him for eight years. But did you really need to give the guy <laughs> $7.5 for the next eight years. And for when I found out from Parkerport, because I talked to him earlier today, for the first six years of it, there is a full no-movement clause. And in the final two years, oh. it's a 10-team no-movement clause. Meaning, for the first six years, he cannot be traded if- or moved anywhere.
0: You can't you can't move him down to the Marlies if he gets uh, it's injured and needs some time to uh, to come back. That uh, like, uh, congratulations! You've strapped yourself in. Uh, you've strapped yourself in cap hell. Like look at if this if this was a contract
2: of like let's say five point two five million per season,
0: that would be fine. That would but be like
2: come on, you don't need to give the guy seven and a half. I
0: I still say that you should have tried to. Uh, to move him for something. I mean, in uh, I mean, look at this: uh, a guy uh, a guy demanding top dollar uh, uh, on the last year of his contract uh, that uh, on a team that honestly pr- at this point probably should blow it up. Uh, uh, at this point, yeah, not,
2: I, I, I I don't know what the fuck Dubis's mindset is anymore. I I've, I've stopped trying to figure it out fucking ages ago.
0: Uh, this is also a don't dub- get look at, don't get me wrong. This is also I like d- Kyle Dubis,
2: but he's fucking lost his shit. He's lost it.
0: Yep. Uh, like what is
2: like, it? Like no one can tell me I'm wrong. No one can tell me I'm wrong. I, and yes, I know they're be some hardcore listening. Listening, and I'm gonna say this: stop circle jerking them. I know That's the only- it's only just gonna cause more.
0: I remember. I remember Steve Dangle. Oh uh, during during his famous, they lost to a forty two year old Zamboni driver who works for them. During during that whole rant, he and he was like, "This is the last trade. This is the last game before the trade deadline. If Dubas was a smart man, he uh, he throws his, uh, his phone in a volcano. Oh, I don't know how you uh, uh, do that game and and not immediately trade every single uh, player on the roster. And and like that would well,
2: be over panicking." Well, yeah. As embarrassing as it was, I mean, just doing that and blowing it up right after one game, yeah. That's just that's just oh, that's just a little bit of an
3: overreaction. The problem. Is-
2: the thing is, though, with this fucking team, and I, I swear to God, you can quote me on this. For every fucking time we say, "Oh, it's our year," guess what happens? It's a first-round fucking exit to the golf course.
0: Congratulations, you're the congratulations you're the NHL equivalent of the. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Nobody feels bad for you, and you uh, you constantly say that this is your year. You have a you have a good regular season. Okay, well, yeah,
2: the thing is, though, I don't say that. Other fans, yeah, they can say that all they want, but I don't say it personally because I know the bullshit. It's the same fucking shit. Like we you do a- well in the season, and then when it comes to playoff time, this is a oh uh, time to go to the golf course because we were meant to be here.
0: Uh Time to time to go to the Chicago Blackhawks story, because because if we... Yeah, this one, yeah. We're just gonna there's no easy way to transition into that. it's for, for way too long. Yeah, but,
2: so over the summer, you guys may have heard us talk about the whole thing that came out. So the backstory of this is is simple. In 2010, former Chicago Blackhawks video coach Brad Aldrich, who will call Scott Beck piece of shit from here on out, um, Basically, uh, the player known as John Doe uh, accused the Blackhawks organization for covering up a sexual assault case that he had been the victim of uh, basically not long after winning the Stanley Cup. This John the Blackhawks, basically, it was meant, no, we'll get to the revelation of the identity later. So the, the people that were at the meeting to cover this up, right? It was notable names like now Florida, well, was Florida head coach, John Quinville. GM Stan Bowman, Vice President of H- hog Operations, Al McIsaac. I think Officer himself was there. And assistant general manager at the time, Kevin Sheleon. During that meeting, they basically just like, well, we can't have this going out to the media. We'll just have to try to keep it under wraps. Well, guess where it fucking went? What bit them right in the ass. And so much so that law firm General and Block started an investigation into the whole ordeal to see what the fuck was going on. And then Bowman and, and Johnson, I think you saw this too. During the 2021 NHL entry draft, during the Blackhawks first round selection, you could see second shit Bowman hiding behind women.
0: I mean eh, during that. I think if I'm honest I, can, I had work that if I if I'm honest I, can, I had work that evening and I he came in just as the Bruins were making their their first round selection, so I missed the sh- so I missed the Blackhawks. No, like. Blackhawks picked number thirty two. Oh well, uh, uh, well I I think I turned it off uh, at that time because I was just so pissed at the Bruins picking Fabian Lysel when we have uh, when we have defensive. I don't know. To be, uh, taking care. We're not of-
2: gonna do the Bruins stuff right now. Uh,
0: but, yeah, basically
2: it was. Now, that, was, that was like a sickening thing. If the Logan Mayu pick didn't piss anybody off, that the way that Bowman set that pick up really pissed people off. And after the beginning of the season, you know, the, everyone was still employed. And then, as of Wednesday, at the time of this recording, it was this past Wednesday, October the 20th, October the 27th. Jenner and Block concluded their investigation, and the investigation showed that Quinville. Bowman shoveled it up and McIsaac all meant to discuss the matter in 2010 to try to cover it up. And the investigation itself resulted in the firings of Stan Bowman as general manager, Al McIsaac as senior vice president of hockey operations, and everyone else involved in the scandal. And Bettman issued a fine of $2 million to the Blackhawks organization as a result of the incident, to which I say, you find out doubles. $3 million in two first-round picks for when the whole Kovachok shit went down. And then you took away two picks from the Coyotes and I think find them $2 million as well for the illegal for the illegal combine shit. But yeah, you only charged the Blackhawks $2 million and no loss of pick. Bet- really, Bettman? Some fucking sleep. class act. But as well, Bettman also said that all that were fired from the Blackhawks will need to meet with him to accept any other job in the NHL to, to determine I guess like the, the appropriate precautionary things. On, 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 I don't I I read it full details.
0: uh, what is it? Let's also uh give uh, some props to uh uh to make to uh journalist Rick Westhead for uh, for his fantastic yeah er, 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 yeah this and yeah
2: no he did a fucking beautiful job and all all kudos to him for doing that. So um Batman had met with uh head coach John Quinville on yesterday actually and he met with out today while that then, meeting was scheduled for Monday. Then the result of the meetings real quick the result of the meetings result the meetings resulted in John Quinville resigning as the head coach of the Florida Panthers and Andrew Burnett. Is now the new interim head coach for the meantime, with rumors speculating the the new head coach could be John Tortorella. How true that is, I don't know. And from the I'm show, they are
1: Panthers. Yeah, they uh, did you see the report this morning where they promoted to their coach? I'm sorry, they promoted someone from inside as their interim yeah, head coach. Yeah, that
2: was Andrew Burnett. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and as well, Shevel Dayoff met with Bettman today, to which he will not receive any discipline. And then now to the interview that Joseph was just mentioning. During the interview, the player known as John Doe revealed himself to be a player by the name of Kyle Beach. Eleven. The- who was?
0: 2008.
2: Yeah, 11th overall pick in the This was a. Top and is prospect. currently playing in Europe. This was a so, top prospect
0: being abused.
2: Yeah, this is a top guy being abused like that, and he even called out the president of the National Hockey League Player Association, Donald Fair, for not taking action when the issue was reported to him back in 2010.
0: Well, I mean, the thing. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, the fact that it's a top prospect shouldn't really mean anything because uh, because whether it's a whether it's a top prospect or just some schmo off the side of the uh, road doing anything along the lines of this is Fucking horrid, and I and I sincerely hope that that Aldrich, I sincerely hope that there's a there's a special place in the ninth ring of hell for all for Brad Aldrich when he yeah he, as well um
2: the black that. the owner of the Chicago Blackhawks Ricky works today sent a letter to the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto asking him to remove Aldridge's name from the Stanley Cup.
0: Good. He deserves no honor.
2: Yeah, he doesn't deserve shit. of does Bowman. Yeah. of does fucking Bowman or McIsaac.
0: But, I think, they, but, it really, we really but it pissed
2: me off and I want to say real quick before we get to the standings, I will say real quick, Kyle, we're rooting for your man. I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry this wasn't brought up years ago. Like what it should have been. We hope you're doing better now. We hope you're in a better place now, and we're all with you. We're all running for you.
0: As for Aldrich, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Aldrich. Go fuck yourself, Bowman, and go fuck yourself, uh, of Coach Q. But uh, yeah, we're well, gonna in quickly. We're gonna try and steer the ship back to, to just normal stuff with uh. Uh, with the standings,
2: yep. So the Panthers undefeated in the Atlantic, and the Sabres are 5 1 and 1 in second, and Detroit is in third with um 4 2 and 1. The fourth place team in the Atlantic being the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are in the second wild wild-card spot. As for the Metro, the Hurricanes also undefeated at 6 and 0, second place being the Capitals at 4 0 oh, 3. So technically. Undefeated in regulation with 11 points, and then the Flyers and third place in the Metro at four one and one, and then and the Rangers are fourth in that division at four two and one, being the first wild card.
0: I feel like After I the West, Canes are the wagon. The Canes are <laughs> the Canes are fantastic this year, and I. And I all mean, things. Ah!
1: Mr. Fitchnickar.
0: All right. So in the West area. in the Central,
2: the Blue's lead that division 5-1 and 0. The Wild are not too far behind at 5-2 and 0. The Jets and third at 4-2 and 1. With fourth place in the division being Dallas at 3-3 and 1 in first in the first Wild card spot. And finally in the Pacific, the Flames at 5-1 and 1 lead the division followed by the Oilers at 5-1 and 0, the Sharks at 4-3 and 0. Bird with the Kraken being the fourth place in the Pacific, and the second wall card spot at three, four, and one.
0: I honestly, I'm just surprised that the that the uh, that the Sharks are, are doing this uh, as well. And and what is it? I uh, while I was watching uh, the Bruins take on the Sharks, uh, so like uh, Edwards and Brickley even commented that uh, like the Sharks seem far. Uh, far more intact as, uh, as like a, a an actual uh, team structure without a Vander Kane.
2: Fuck um, a Kane.
0: Yeah, yeah, screw a Vander Kane, but. <sighs> is. Uh, I guess we, uh. We can go over to. Basketball and time for. Oh, me. God. There.
2: Oh, no.
0: What? <sighs> Did more news come out? This just
2: came out for hockey. I'm sorry. The Penguins were accused and this is part of a lawsuit. The Penguins are accused of hiring and retaining a coach who they knew was a serial sexual harasser. God damn it. And this is pertaining to, um, uh, former AHL coach, Jared Scott, Jared Scott, i sorry. All
0: right. What the fuck? Can we get anything good? Please, God. Nope. We can't, we can't have anything good in this world.
2: Nope. Because apparently everything's fucked. Yep. But now we have to go to basketball. Let's just try to get the hell away from this. We'll try to update you guys on that as soon as we possibly can. Let's but go from something on to basketball. Something
0: boring. To the NBA now.
2: Yeah. So, season, not to a bad start. I like how at homecoming, Jesse tried to mock me for the Leafs lost 7-1. to But then I reiterated that the, that the Raptors beat the Celtics by 32 points. He's like,
0: okay, fair enough. It evens out. You guys still lost seven to one.
3: And you guys still lost by 32
2: to the Raptors. Oh, I, don't, Kyle Lowry. I, don't
0: care, I don't care that the Bruins that the Celtics lost is uh, by 32 to the Raptors. Was, I mean, I've I've stated on plenty of occasions that I don't care what the Celtics do this year. They, they like the they've just uh, I I don't know. I don't know. It'll, it'll, I don't know what
2: the hell anymore. But speaking of the Celtics, I think Jesse hadn't jotted down that they lost an OT. They won an OT against the Hornets, but lost to the Wizards recently. I'm
1: yeah. I was talking about this yesterday. They just they have to win these games against bad teams. But the Wizards are kind of good this year. They got loaded from that Russell trade. and well, no, they just have to beat – they're beating teams like the Hornets, which is good, but when you have the Wizards at home on a Wednesday, you kind of got to take care of that. So they play them yeah. tomorrow night. And they should take care of business. My question, is,
2: my question is to the Lakers, how the fuck do you lose? Yeah, the Lakers are the off to a slow center. start.
1: I mean, LeBron – I mean, they beat the Spurs the other day without LeBron, and I know the Nets don't have a carrier right even, now and because they lose of COVID reasons. But, Damn. yeah um, – The ending of that game was pretty nuts. Uh, But Carmelo's playing really good for them, though. Carmelo is probably their biggest bright spot. He's finally playing really well and just finally getting minutes. So, I'm not worried about them basketball, obviously, for me. I think when you really – if you have to worry about a team in basketball, you don't start worrying until after Christmas. Uh, It's kind of always been my cutoff. Um, Yeah. That's kind of when, like, the season really starts. I mean, but – I think with the bubble still from a few years ago and last year's season starting late, teams are still kind of getting back to a full schedule. So we'll see how that goes. So, but yeah. Yeah. Celtics early on. Um, they need a third score. I mean, Tatum and Brown, obviously, they can't do the whole thing. But Al Horford, he looks good to have back. And Robert Williams looks to be improving game by game. I mean, Brown – um, I just it. look for right Kane now, Pritchard to get more minutes well. and Aaron Neesmith to get some more minutes. So. Brown yeah, and I'm more at the standings He's right seen. now. Brown
0: has
2: said that – Warriors are... look really
1: fucking good too. The Warriors could win the finals this year, and they don't even have Clay for the whole year. So No, I'm
2: saying I'm – I'm calling right now. I'm saying the Jazz beat the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals.
1: I mean, Bra- sorry, Brown has said that that's definitely very possible, that's for sure.
0: Brown has said yeah. that he's still recovering from, from when he had COVID that he, it, his body just hasn't really been the same since uh, since he caught it, but...
2: Right. Let's... And this is the same thing with... um. No, I
3: won't. No, no that's something else, but
2: I, I know exactly how it but I'm looking at the standings the Celtics are just outside of the play-in bubble of the, uh, what's it called, that play dumb shit thing. Of course they are. And guess who edges them out right now? The Raptors. Yeah, but that is because of a because of their conference record, and I'm guessing their division record too, because while well, the Celtics are 1-3-0 you know, in the conference, the, the Raptors are 2-2. Two and two.
0: I mean, I, mean I don't think there really is a division. I don't think there
3: really are divisions in, in basketball. Oh, there are. It's, no. Well, it doesn't really matter anymore.
2: No, it doesn't really matter. Because, yeah. like, who the hell does it say, oh, we won this division title in basketball. It's like, no, nobody gives a shit about that. Yeah. But, no, in the West, it's like the Jazz leading the way, by the Warriors and the Mavs. Clippers are in trouble.
0: As always. All right. All right, Zach, what were you gonna say? Oh, yeah. oh, I'm going
3: that. away today
2: again. Yeah, there? Oh. oh, okay. But um but yeah, that's for the top three in the East. We got the Knicks, Bulls, and the Hornets leading the way for them. Well, actually it's a four-way set because the wizards are also in that in that conversation as well. Yep. But, I guess this is what it is with basketball. But you had something to say, Zach? Or did you or you interrupted by something?
3: No, I didn't didn't really have anything to say. Uh, okay. All right. so now to
2: the diamond. And it is World Series time. Well, playoff updates uh, as well. The Astros eliminated the Red Sox in six games, four series, with four games to two, and the Braves knocked off the defending champion Dodgers in four games to two, and for once they didn't choke a three-one series lead. So now the World Series, Braves, Astros, and right now the series at the time of this recording is knotted up one and one, with Game Three, I believe, set for tonight in Atlanta.
0: Go Braves, but also the Sox. What the hell was that? Yeah. What what you you hit three grand slams in 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 one freaking game, and and you like you like have twenty seven runs in in like the first three games of the. Games of the series, and then, uh, and then you get no hit into the freaking fifth in back-to-back uh, games. it's just like I
2: don't know anymore. I I don't know what to say to you guys. I don't.
1: That's a baseball, man. Yep. All the way around yep.
2: it. <laughs> Charlie Morton for the for the Braves breaking his fibula on the mound in Game One. Proceed to strike out the side. It of the game and will not return to the series.
0: Honestly, eh, honestly, that was that was kind of a uh, eh, that was eh, that was definitely a uh uh I'm a badass eh, moment like uh like showing with the dirty so- eh, with the eh, bloody sock and uh eh, but honestly, if this reminded me of anything, yeah. this reminded me of eh, this one time where Tim Tebow oh, in high school ran a Run a twenty-yard touchdown in on a broken fibula because he thought it was a cramp.
3: What the hell?
0: But also we have a we have a funny thing. Yeah, to... and we
2: have um the dumbass of the week, Peter. Oh. Peter, 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 you dumb fucking schmucks. I'm... And basically, what they're being called out for is putting out a tweet saying that, it, that the MLB should change the name of what is known in the MLB as the bullpen to the arm pen because it offends bulls.
3: It, it, the arm barn. It's the arm barn. Okay. Arm
2: barn.
0: Okay, but arm barn is actually kind of a funny... It's kind of a fun name. <laughs> I'll give them that. I will give them so that. They, fucking they came stupid. up with a funny name, but the funny alternative name for bullpen
1: that's
2: so fucking stupid
0: it's, it's stupid but it's uh, but it's funny but look i'm i'm all, i'm all fine <laughs> with going uh, with people uh going vegan i uh, i kind of want to uh, uh, i've sort of uh, thought about uh doing it and uh, and like slowly uh, cutting meat out of my uh, life if, but partially because the, uh, the meat industry is fucking awful. Oh, well, well, but, uh, but like, in terms of like, but PETA just, what the hell? They PETA
2: shifts the bed. I'm not surprised.
0: They, they love animals so much. They'd kill one to prove how much they love, uh, of animals, which, you know, they, they do. They, they kill animals.
2: They No, I definitely love animals.
0: All right,
3: my ass.
0: Let's go to uh, let's go to the Bears Sports Corner. Zach, take it away.
3: All right, so um, in football, we we had the homecoming game, um, in which the Bears won forty-seven to fourteen against Westfield State. Hell uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, man,
2: that was awesome. Yep. Yeah.
3: What, what what was your experience, Tanner, at the game?
2: Um, lot of voice, lots of chirping, telling the referees how much they suck.
0: Deep fried. That's to be expected. And then I got this
2: uh Bridgewater Bears away jersey for ten bucks, so I'll take that any day of the week. Deep fried onions taste
0: good, but you can only really have like one of them at a time because oh my god. Yeah,
2: plus bear bites was really good actually. I'm not gonna lie, that that burger shit from. From bear, but the, the food truck was not bad.
3: But yeah, yeah, I actually had um bear um the bear bites uh, yesterday for lunch, and oh my gosh, their pizza! No, that's was- awesome, though. They, yeah, they have a- that, that food is pretty good that they've had in there.
2: I've had pulled pork from
3: there before; it was very good. They're- yeah, uh, like I, I think their pizza is better than like Bear's Den because, like Bear's Den, last time I had pizza, it was very dry, and it's and, just like, tough because has- that that. But that truck's never out, I feel like. I feel
1: like it's only out like two days a week.
0: And, the, uh, uh, and then the pizza in ECC eh, has pineapple on pizza. That's all I really need. The, to keep, the pizza
1: in ECC is fresh out of a box and goes into a freaking stove. It's so grease, And it's full of freaking grease. Oh, boy. Out of football this week. Breaking
2: from the rap sheet. Oh. Uh, Rams coach Sean McVay confirms that the Sean Jackson have permission to seek a trade, and will not play this week.
3: Oh, boy. Yeah, so Deshaun
2: Jackson is on the way
3: out. Is he going to get traded back to the um, Eagles for a third time to charm? I
0: mean, that would be funny, funny, but also, oh, I kind of want – I kind of – there's a small part of me that kind of wants to see this man and break the 50-yard reception – and Mark I don't know how many Jerry Rice had but uh, but Deshaun Jackson is second and behind him um Oh yeah. Come on. Come on, dude. You you can do
3: it. But uh Yeah. Yeah. Coming for women's soccer? Yep. For um women's soccer, um they're in 4-1 one, and 1 in the Mass Tech conference. Um they're 7-7 seven, seven, and 1 overall. Um they were third place in the conference. So for playoff standings, um, we, if uh, Worcester State loses their last game, or and the Bears wins or ties, then Bridgewater will take the second seed. And don't quote me on this, but the, um, they may have a bye um, if they're second seed in the first round.
2: And if the and if it goes the other way, what I'm reading, the Bears will have the third seed,
3: right? The third seed, and they will play whoever the 60 is in the first okay. round. So we'll
2: this is the Tuesday. playoffs like that. I uh, like the old NFL stuff before
3: the 17 brackets came in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Then we got volleyball, which they are 33 in the Mastek and 69 uh, overall. They're tied for the 4th with MCLA, which those who don't know, it's called for um, Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts, which is based out of um, North Adams, Massachusetts. Um, anyway, so the last game is between both Bridgewater and MCLA, which will take place on Saturday. And whoever wins will um, host the matchup between the same teams on, on next Tuesday. Sure. So was it like a playoff game or was it just like, yeah, uh, a playoff game? Yes.
2: Oh, okay. And then um, soccer. Do you mind if I read this one? Yeah. All right. So in men's soccer right now, they are four and two in the mascot conference and six and nine overall. Third in the conference and a cliche scenario is this. If Framingham state loses and Bridgewater wins the last game and Bridgewater will go on into the second seed. And if it goes the other way around, the bears will be the third seed. So basically the same thing as the women.
3: Yep. Huh, then we got field important. hockey. Um, that 3-8 and eight in the Little East uh, and 5-11 and 11 overall. They're out of the playoffs, and their last game is today at Castleton, Vermont.
2: Oh, a friend of mine actually goes to Castleton.
3: Yeah. Um, for women's tennis, they got um, – the Bears lost their championship game against Rhode Island College – which uh, ends their season and ends their 11 game win- winning streak.
2: It was a good season, though. Uh, I'm going to give them credit. They made it that far. Yep.
0: Fantastic yep.
2: season. Fantastic season. Good on you. Good try, though. And now, finally, the last segment of the show, miscellaneous. And this is the part where I stare at Jesse or Jesse's camera and I ask him one simple question Are you Jesse <laughs> Frazier? <laughs>
0: Are you Jesse Fraser?
1: Am I Jesse Fraser? Um, yeah. I you still... want to tell the
0: story? You want to tell this story? Uh, no,
2: the
1: story? No, there's nothing really to tell. I i didn't recognize this girl, and it was—I had to BS my way through a conversation. And Lucky Tanner was my witness. It was freaking hilarious. <laughs>
2: yeah, he put it on them pretty well. And after she left, Jesse was like to me, "I have no idea who the
1: fuck she is." Aaron, I just found her Instagram. We got. Aaron. Okay. So, Aaron, Aaron, you're going to get the follow on Instagram so I remember who you are. Okay.
0: <laughs> nice job, Aaron. There you go.
2: As well, I'll the football game we just talked about a little bit, but it was a good game. <laughs> there was some stupid shit that <laughs> during that game, let's be real.
0: And I mean, hey, it, and it definitely felt like for the entire uh, time, the. Uh, uh, Bridgewater was playing just a bunch of it was just playing in, but against a bunch of Benchwarmers speaking of which warmer group check it out hey, yes, check it, it, it out dot com. see
1: Tanner I stole your
2: plug and yeah good but don't worry I can continue it and if you use the code old man because y'all expected to burn his birthday go wish him happy birthday um you will save some money I don't know the exact details of it because I didn't look at it
0: too much I just saw it and I was like oh okay Spell it out for us, Tanner. What's the promo code again? It's O L D
2: M A
3: N.
0: Gotcha. And uh, you can check out my uh, my post game, my Bruins post game um, series called Into the Den, in, in, on YouTube. Oh, I just last night put uh, put out the uh, put out my uh, rea- reaction to the uh, to the hurricanes. Brooklyn. To the Bruins Hurricanes game, and yeah, as well,
2: we'll be doing. You'll be doing a live into the Den soon. A uh, in a, couple, be, in a well, I'll,
0: uh, it'll more so be my. Uh, be my more like, um,
2: more like vlogging the experience. If you want to kind kind of call it that, I don't because because you and I are going to be at the Oilers game uh, in two weeks. So
0: yes, yes, Tara and I will go- we'll be going to. Uh, the Bruins versus Oilers game on, and uh, on November eleventh, and uh, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, also, in my in the descriptions of my uh, videos, I am linking in the uh the GoFundMe to uh, to Jake Tibo, uh, to recovery for Jake Tibo. Oh, uh, the, uh, uh, the uh, the kid from I think Milford who, uh, who is currently. Recovering from a serious injury he sustained while playing hockey, and and he yeah. may never he may not be able to walk again. And so be sure to check be sure to check out uh, uh into the den and be and and it would be awesome if you also donated to to Jake Tebow's GoFundMe. And that's really all I have to. If,
3: uh, for today. Zach? Yep. All right. So, catch the game, um, uh, football game against UMass Dartmouth on the Bears Sports Network. It starts tomorrow at noontime. So, come check us out on the Bears Sports Network. Gotcha.
0: It's Go Bears. Bears.
3: Go
2: Bears. Go Bears. I think that's bear bites right behind Jesse outside the window.
0: Nope, that is just a normal moving truck.
2: No, 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 no. There was a. Ah, oh, no. uh, there we go. Oh yeah.
0: It is. It is the uh, the food truck. Uh,
2: it is the um, food truck, and I think Jesse might go get something to eat after this. But
0: <laughs> thank
2: you. But that'll be it for this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we appreciate your support coming on out every week, and we will see you next week. For some more sports news and whatever other other bullshit we have, take care.
0: Take it easy, everyone.